Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 919 of the Raleigh, North Carolina edition of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by J.D. Raider, who came on his hog. It's hog season. Hog season. <laughs> He's out there. It's actually warm here in Wisconsin, too, guys. It's been like 80 all week, which is like, that's like summer temperatures. Dude. And, of course, I'm joined by Ben Funky Askren in, in balmy Wisconsin. Is all your snow melted? Oh, yeah. Like I said, it's been hot this week. It's like 80 degrees. Like it's Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, this is literally summer temperatures. Like, I don't have the AC on at the academy, and I think it was like 82 degrees or something because it's usually never this hot at this nice. point in time. Yeah, no insects this early. Open the garage door. Life is good. We had three packed practices last night. We had two high school groups. And then, man, these, these youth kids want some Greco. So I just been throwing some high school kids in there that are pretty tough and saying, hey, teach you to do Greco. And they have like 30 people show up. Wisconsin, It's in Wisconsin's blood. There's something in the cheese there. They just want to go upper body only. They really do. They really do. It's really funny. They have a nice, they <laughs> fry up a nice, uh, a nice walleye. They have some. Yeah. Uh, have some cheese, and there they just don't be grabbing my legs there. It you is really funny how Greco is uh, it's only popular in a handful of places, and it does seem like... Uh, Walleye's um, involved. Direct correlation. I'll just say northern cultures. You know, I don't know if it's because, you know, we have a lot of descendants from Scandinavia or something, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like Wisconsin, Minnesota, Idaho, you know, me throw some maybe a few Illinois people in there. And that's yeah. like your Greco contingent. Yeah. Not a lot of Greeks or Romans there, though. So that's what makes it even more confusing. That's uh, funny. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll try to get maybe, maybe Malcolm Gladwell will do a supplementary chapter to Outliers about just helping us figure this out. I'm sure there's some reason. And it could Plus it could the, come back to walleye. But we just don't It could come know. back to walleye. That is for sure. Okay. Big news. This has been kind of materializing since last Thursday when um, Gable actually reached out. 
while I was doing this show about, he's like, hey, I'm in. You just name drop. Well, I'm just explaining how this all happened. Well, on the, if you listen to the show, I'm pretty sure I was like, somebody I, I just do. texted me. I was like, I'm sort of. I kind of got distracted there because that's what happened. And so, mm-hmm. it's great news. And and obviously before that, the rumor had been circulating, but. As JD um, often complains about, he's like, "Well, just Gable just does this. He does, and he does do it, and he doesn't always, uh, you know, come back. But this time, it's for real. He's coming back. He's going to be wrestling at the U.S. Open, and it's not just a open and dip. He wants to see it all through. I think is the current plan right now. What does see it all through mean? Define that one. Make the world team, win win a world championship." Compete at oh, so you know, okay, but we're not talking about like the Olympics because that to me at this point that would kind of be see it all through it means like you're gonna go through the Olympics next year. Well, I I think that could be the case as well. Um, I think that's um, I think that's very much on, on the table for okay for Gable. Um, you know, because why would you come back for Worlds and, and not the Olympics? He he's talked yeah, about wanting to strange. win uh, Paris 2024. I mean, I th- I think it, it's interesting because like Gable won the. Tokyo Olympics, empty room, basically. It's like 10 journalists, 30 USA fans, and really no one else, right? So, yeah. like, the fanfare, mm-hmm. uh, Paris, et cetera, I think makes a lot of sense. I think it makes sense for WWE. I feel like a lot of people are, are drawing some of the wrong conclusions about him coming back. Like, oh, really? he's coming. What are they saying? Well, there, there's a lot of, oh, WWE's not working out, but he's, he's there right now. Um, he's there frequently there's i think he's still on that path with wwe for sure and two things can happen at the same time and um yeah he's not i I don't take his return to competitive wrestling anything other than something i felt was inevitable all, all along when he took his really? shoes off. okay absolutely um, and i've been he took I've his been, shoes off though piles we i need said, to have a penalty. i said it needs the, to be a I penalty bet I, I bet i said at the next show he's not done there's no there's way gotta I, be a penalty i said it multiple take- times Gable Stevenson, listen to me right now. I'm going to cut a promo on you since you're in WWE. You took your damn shoes off, okay? If you take your shoes off, you are not allowed to come back without some type of penalty. Now, what this penalty is, now, we have not determined. He did a one-year suspension. What? (laughs) No, one year is not retirement. We, as an FRL crew, we are going to figure out what your penalty is, and we will tell you next Monday what your penalty is. You will tell him. We, we, ain't no we, we, we will tell this man. He must wrestle he to do in to his get socks. Back on the mats. I've gone on record saying this. You he, can take your shoes off and come back. Diddy says you just socks. have to wrestle in your socks. Man, don't, don't try to slow down Gable. He can take off his shoes after every match for all I care. As long as he's, as long nah, as he's wrestling. I don't think so. I don't think so. We're, we might have Steve Mako. He's got to, he's got to get four slaps from Steve Mako before he steps back on the mat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. You know, I, th- I he should wear those really, uh, you know, those giant boots that like lace up all the way to like under the knee. The oh, giant, yeah. the, the rest of the you mean what they wear in WWE? Yeah, those those ridiculous things. He should he should wear those. I don't think they all wear them anymore. I don't. I can't say. Really? That. I wonder why. Uh, I wonder why they did wear them. What, what do you think the purpose of those is? It would seem like it would take so long to put them on. It would be obnoxious. Yeah. Showmanship. Yeah. Showmanship. Maybe they hid things in their boots. Oh, shits. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. So Gable, um, you know, wanted to do something cool around announcing that he's he's coming back. We have a lot more content yet to come out. That was a uh, a lot of fun. Excited to see what he's um, going to be able to do. But the rumors, well before all this, and I don't know if I mentioned it on the show or not, but like 
someone told me like he has not been missing practice. He's been training for weeks. And there, there was a scenario who was going to come back this year to collegiate wrestling. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say when you said something about it, it's in, it's inevitable. You know, it seems as with the timing, which is the end of April, if you really want to come back and make a splash, you probably should have just came back one month earlier and did NCAs also. I, I think that was not, um, I think that which was. Which I'm kind of happy he didn't. I, th- I feel like it was great the way it played out. Yeah. Um, no, it, it would have been great to have him come back. But, I mean, he could Who would have won Hodge? He, he could have come. If he came back for, like, just Big Tens and NCAs. Who got second? Whoever got second. Starachi? Um, Lyris? Nah, they would have given it to him that many nah, matches. Big Tens, NCAs? No. But I would say... Um, Maybe you know, they would have gone double. But remember, Gable still could come back next year for college wrestling. Yes. Yep, we determined this. So this has been determined mm-hmm. by Ben. That makes it reality. He will be back, potentially, maybe. I'm sure we will be teased along the way. JD will rage. He'll have to go on a couple long-hour hog rides <laughs> just to clear his mind from being messed Look, with. I'm, I'm all in now. I, I oh, just said... I've always said, I just, uh, once it happens, I'm all in. You didn't want to be hurt again. How do you think this goes in the Minnesota room? Because obviously Zilmer was the guy last year, and I'm sure they're they're working out together. They have a good idea of how it goes. Um, Well, man, I was told, so last year, the day Hayden made the team, the, the word was, we're so glad he made the team. Because Gable's coming back next year, and that was his window. So this is not some surprise to anyone mm. internal to Minnesota. This was said to me that night when Hayden made the team. Interesting. They're like, they're like, we're glad he made it now because Gable's coming back next year. So then hmm. why take one year off if you're like, I'm going to come back in a year? I yeah, it's weird. Do WWE stuff. Get, yeah. So what do you think? They're like, they're like, try. okay, so all right, now let's go. Now we're going straight conspiracy theorists, which I'm all in on. Here's the conspiracy. They said, take a year off. Let's get them WWE skills up. Got to get the mic skills. Got to get, you know, some some flying frog splashes. Pow! Okay, get your skills up. Then you go back. You win the Worlds and the Olympics in 2024, and then we throw you right into, like, WrestleMania or SummerSlam or whatever. That makes sense to me. So he's ready, 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 like, ready to go. Yeah, I mean he's he's okay. a very like very young it. man, right? Like yeah, he and he can build his star even bigger through the next two years, especially if he's an Olympic champion back to back. Also, there's tremendous financial incentive to winning two Olympics. You get half a million dollars if you win back to back Olympic titles. So, um, yeah, but he's probably getting paid uh, at least a pretty good salary, I would assume, in uh, well, in WWE. A good what? salary. I, I'm sure that half a million dollars would represent a large amount of his current big Correct. salary. So but that's probably... not. Um, I, I don't disagree. But you're saying, but half a million dollars is not a guarantee. It's not like you get half a million dollars if you try. It's you get a half a million dollars if you win the Olympic title, which is like this really hard thing. And I realize he has done it one time. What do you think Gable's is... thought is around that? What? I mean, he's probably like, yeah, I'm gonna win the Olympics. Well, I think I think it's like okay, um, and I guess I don't know I don't know what people at WWE are saying, and maybe they're saying what we just said is like, hey, let's get you ready, and then let's get you go to try to get the world title, and then another one, and then right come back to WWE with a big big splash. 
Um, maybe that's the thing. But, you know, if they were saying, hey, we actually want to roll you out there. We want to put you on TV, you know, three times a week for the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that they'll be would be able to make it more financially lucrative than the possibility of winning half a million dollars if you make the world team and win the Olympics or make the Olympic team and win the Olympics. Maybe I'm not privy to no? I'm not privy to salary information um, for them. But if he's making a million dollars a year, half a million dollars is half of that, a fifty percent raise. That's not insignificant. Just come back in the NIL deal. You'll probably this, make a couple. No, no, million. no. This is just the two fifty. Like I, I don't know what his salary is, but again, I would say like for for two years of full time work, right? So if they said, "Hey, Gable, we actually really want you here." on TV three days a week, right? Was kind of like what they do, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they said, I want you for two years straight. I'm sure they can make it more lucrative than the possibility of winning the title. Because, you know, it's not like, hey, if he takes second or third, he gets a half million. The number is, uh, what's it, 10% or 5% of 500,000. Yeah. I, I have to th- just believe that the WWE would not, doesn't mind him. I think they're in support. Yeah. That yeah. would make more sense. Yes. So the heavyweight uh, class was already loaded at the U.S. Open. It already had Mason Paris, Nick Wazdowski, Hayden Zilmer, Great American, Tom Bradley. Wyatt Hendrickson. Tom Bradley for his 14th Open, 15th, 27th you Open. You should make a list of who's done the most. I got to assume like Bruce Baumgartner is probably a little more, maybe a Wayne Bauman or someone like that. But but Tom Bradley's got to be getting up there. The modern era, just so many U.S. Opens. Yeah, who's done that many in the modern era? I have no idea. Nobody. It's got to be think... nobody. Yeah, no one. Because someone like Burroughs, who's had a lot of longevity, he's been 12 years now, which is not 15. He doesn't wrestle in the he's, Open. He's only done a he few. He hasn't done all US the Opens. Open. Yep, yeah. he's only done a few of the Opens. Shout out to Dom Bradley. Yes, sir. So, yeah, very, very good weight class. Obviously, Gable's going to be a, a big favorite now, but people are excited to see Mason Paris, you know, what he can yeah. – what he can do. Can he keep it closer? Can he make it more competitive? Is Gable truly in that world and Olympic champion mm-hmm. Good um, question. shape or timing or whatever you want to call it? Preparation. Because um, see, seeing's believing, but we've we've only seen him enter competition and basically championship ready. So, so we still have 10 days till the registration closes and some of the Penn State guys are still not in there, like Noel, do we expect uh, Daniel Gregory Kirkfoot to be in the field? I don't know. Um, I haven't heard on on Greg what he's going to be okay. doing. I, I would kind of understand him not doing it, given how tough. But none of the Penn State guys have entered at this point, other than like mm-hmm. Morgan McIntosh. Um, so we don't really know. I, I think if you're him, it's like you kind of look at this way. It's like, oh, man, I'm probably – Probably not going to be a contender. Just get ready for folk style season. Sometimes they elect to do that, but sometimes they're like, "No, go go ahead and wrestle." So I'm not sure. What yeah, that was uh, David Carr actually said, "I'm going all in on my last national title." Um, and he's not going to do any freestyle. Yeah. Advantage Keegan yeah. Uh, David Carr potentially. In I don't know. I always. I mean, I just just this is my per- personal feelings towards that is. I always felt like it was good, and I would recommend this to athletes. I think it's good to wrestle some freestyle because you have you have something coming up. You have a date on the calendar and a reason to actually kind of train a little harder. Whereas, like, hey, I'm going to do folk style in preparation for something that's 12 months away. I always thought that was 
you know, kind of hard to get super motivated for. Yeah. But obviously, you know, maybe he's really motivated. There's a few positions that he wants to or needs to work on. And, you know, he thinks that's going to make it better as opposed to wrestling freestyle. Well, I think his motivations are, are certainly high. And also, yeah. excuse me, you, you look at what Andrew Aliras did. I mean, this is exactly what Andrew did. He said, all right, I love freestyle, but I'm taking taking the time to really lock in here mm-hmm. and focus on my, my folk style shortcomings. Now, that was a bigger list probably for Andrew than David. David's yes, really just sure. a few positions, right? A finish mm-hmm. here, a, uh, you know, whatever, a scramble there from from yeah. being a champion again. So perhaps how it, how close it is is what is fueling David. But that, that way, and I think you just kind of look at the landscape. You know, you've got Keegan, you've got Nolf there. Nolf beat David Carr really soundly uh, at 2021 trials, I think it was. Or, or maybe, yeah, I'm not sure which. But they wrestled. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't all that competitive. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, D- Kyle Davey. Dolph kind of hammered him. It was actually really impressive. Yeah, it was really impressive because, like, David Carr's so fantastic. Really good. Yeah. So I, I think it makes sense for, for some of these guys, especially he's just had such a – his season. You looked at – we were talking about if he won NCAA, he's like one of the greatest NCAA seasons ever in terms of, like, yeah. quality yeah. competition beat. It was, and it, and we said, I think the topic was after NCAA is like, is this the greatest non-title season ever? And you know, it was up there with like Metcalf, oh uh, nine, for like some of the greatest seasons to not win an NCAA title. Yeah. So and that weight class is, is yeah, and that weight class is good, and it's going to be really, really good next year also. Yeah. Especially if this mm-hmm. this Mitchell Messenbrink guy, this little Ben clone, this fast twitch uh, fast twitch Ben Askren. I believe he'll be at one sixty five next year, but I'm not uh, I'm not guaranteeing that. I think one fifty seven is a possibility, also. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, we just so of the teams that are recruiting him, I think only one of them maybe he works better at one sixty five for, and then I just think. He just, he's never cut a lot of weight and he like, I think he doesn't want to, or it doesn't, he thinks really negatively of it, you know? And, uh, but I, I don't think it'll actually be that hard for him to be at 157. That was kind of my take. And then obviously when you look at the composition of the weight class, you're like, you know, like a, a Quincy Monday, like, man, I don't know. Obviously he had his reason and he had a good run at 165, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's him versus Austin O'Connor in the NCAA finals at 157. Yeah, does he beat him? I'm not sure, but I think there's there's a there's a definite chance. Yeah, I think, uh, and it sounds like Haynes, you know, after all of us talking about how big he is, he may stay at 157 next year. I've heard that also. Yeah, interesting. How did the narrative yeah, get out that he was so big? Because it was like this, everyone <laughs> was saying it. I'm not at liberty to say. Oh, you're not at liberty to say? <laughs> Are you at liberty to tell me after the show at least? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I know that's Sorry, guys. Here. Okay. Hey, have you seen David Taylor? He's hitting He's hitting things now. What is this? I think that was just fun for... He's, I think he's he done that before. It seems, it seems like I'm yeah. seeing it more. No, it was one time. I thought I just saw another video of him uh, doing MMA stuff. It was, yeah. I, yeah, I think it was from one time, and then he posted a couple clips. Oh, okay. He's just, he's just dripping them out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fighting's fun. Come on, I think that's what he wants to do. Is it? I mean, I think it's enjoyable, yeah. Dang. 
I love the battle. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but you, you and JD need to, you know, if you go full, especially if you go full gear, shin, shin pads, big yeah. gloves, headgear, it doesn't like hurt at all. Like it's kind of fun. That's fun. You guys should okay. try it sometime. No. How well, awesome would it be in. you guys just, just after having all this put, put this stuff on is <laughs> whams are trying to beat each other up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. In uh, in college. I Bader would be in on it. Oh yeah. I don't want, yeah, no. I don't want any part Christian, of Bader. You're the leader of the Flow Flow Wrestling uh, squad down there. You should have a group bonding trip for the local MMA gym, and you guys put the stuff on and try to beat each other up. I mean, that's male bonding, right there. That's male bonding. That's male bonding for in, sure. Uh, in college, uh, I lived with I don't know four of the wrestlers in a big house, and the best and simultaneously worst thing we ever did was um, purchase um, two sets of boxing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> no headgear and no mouth guards, though, right? No. <laughs> oh, God. I'm yeah. not advising something like that, Christian. I'm not saying well, elbows. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes it's fun to punch each other a little bit. No, it's all or nothing. <laughs> I was raised, it listen. Always, it always escalates. I, I was raised in the, in the land of street beefs where you just go in someone's <laughs> backyard and it gets uploaded to YouTube and there's no gloves, no nothing. Kimbo Slice, baby. Yeah. Oh that's God. kind of that's kind of my upbringing, <laughs> as you can probably tell. So that's what I'm more comfortable with. Bill but yeah, you're beef. right. In all seriousness, you're right. Maybe we'll get. So okay, so you think nothing of the the MMA thing? I don't think anything of it. No, no, nothing at all. Okay, he's too old to switch. <sighs> yeah, he's 32, and he, he's definitely going to wrestle through. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you say that to David Taylor. Tell him he's too old. Uh, he's young enough to beat you down. This is this is true. There you go. <laughs> He's also got a lot of size on JD. If it wasn't for the size, if it wasn't for the size, this could be a real scrap. It's true. Many are saying. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Blockus did announce he will forego his last year of eligibility. Mm-hmm. He will start be. MMA. Yeah, I guess is he joining the the McKee crew and all that in Florida. That's fun. Yeah, I that. mean that is that is true. With these guys have actually year of eligibility, so many of them are on the path to get their degree in five years. And then they get another year, and it's like, what are you gonna do? Like, are you just gonna yeah. go to college just to go to college to like, like get if you have to do a few credits, like you can do eighteen credits just for no reason, and then you're just gonna leave the eighteen credits on the table? Or like, do you actually have something you want to do with this last year? Like, are you actually gonna make progress towards a graduate degree that you're actually gonna use in your life, or should you just move on with your life? Yeah, we know what Ben would do. Man, outlaw! I would have my master's if I would have done another year because I was I was kind of ahead. Yeah. You don't have your master's? So, I do not. I actually, I have uh, what nine or twelve of the credits done, or something like that. And then I just, I just couldn't force myself to go back to school. I don't blame you. What, what's your degree in? Geography, baby. Geology, incredible. Geography. Geography. Yeah, I know geology. It's like volcanoes. Geologies, and... Geologists are knuckleheads. They are. Wow. <laughs> Is that was that the big uh, rivalry at at Missouri? The geography versus <laughs> no. geology majors. One of my best friends is a geologist, and I, I always give him a hard time that, you know, he just studies rocks. That's it. Just rocks? Whereas you study? Rocks. What does geography study? Like, we got that, we got the world pretty well mapped out. places work together, <laughs> Christian Piles? Come on. Okay. These are all things where, you know, I mean, geographers, right, we make geographic information systems, which pretty much run everything on your iPhone. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. All the maps, that's all built by geographers. Well, thanks, on, thanks to them. Yeah, damn straight. That's how, how how would you guys get anywhere without us? Without the geographers. Yeah, I don't know. 
but then my, my master's was going to be in sports psychology of which I have, I think it was nine or 12 credits done. Yeah. So if I would have been at school another year, I, I probably would have uh, finished, finished my master's in sports psych. Shout out to you. Yeah. Hey, so we haven't talked about Luke Lillardall to Penn state. That's oh big my news. God, their classes. This ridiculous. is very classy. Number two, Luke Lillardall. Number five, Joe Seeley. Number six, Zach Ryder. Number eight, Mason Gibson. Number nine, Connor Mirasola. And number 18, Cole Mirasola. How so, funny is it when you're the worst recruit in the class and you're number 18 overall? Overall, these are not weight class rankings. These are uh, board. big board rankings. So they have six. Yeah. Five of the, of the top 10. <laughs> five of the top 10, six of the top 20. And um, I, I don't know if they're done for for that class it would it would seem like they're approaching uh somewhat of a, a limit there but oh you said oh i thought i thought you were telling me you knew of another person they were recruiting no no i mean i'm i wouldn't be they gotta be done or, or close to done little doll seems like a, a a great fit and get he's really tough there's a lot of really tough lightweights in um in that similar age yeah. range but he's the best lightweight of this class Seemingly. Yeah, big class. So mm-hmm. big uh he was a big he was a common topic of conversation. Like where's he looking? He, he never really heard a lot of schools or a lot of what like leanings until you know, and yeah. then it just pops up he's going to Penn State. Because he's originally a, I believe he's originally a St. Louis kid who's been at Wyoming Sem the last two Correct. years. He's definitely a Missouri yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Um so good get for them. Very, very strong class. And I don't know what who do they have in the who do they have in the class of twenty twenty three? They Josh Barr, um, Kasich. Kasich. Yeah. So it's kind of a small twenty twenty three class, but not that um, they need that many fill-ins. But then obviously there's the rumor mill that uh, you know they're in the market for Bernie and Nagao. Um, yeah. Which I can't say if it is or is not true, but is uh, interesting. I guess we'll say. Yeah, it sounds like there. I mean, there's interest for from Bernie to Penn State and possibly Nagao as well. Um, this is that time of year though, where the where the rumor mill kicks up, and it's like, you know, last year it was the real Woods, hundred K mm-hmm. to Penn State, which turned out to not be true. And then you had the wait. Do we know that he got paid nothing to go to Iowa though? No, I don't know that. Okay, I'm just saying. The, the Penn yeah. State thing turned out, you know, that was basically widely just accepted as reality, and it ended up not being the case. Similarly, you know, you had other rumor mills kick up about the Willits brothers and Austin O'Connor. Turned out to not be true. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is just that time of the year where people just put stuff out there. Um, so, yeah, I don't know the Nagal-Bernie thing. I wouldn't be surprised if both ended up at Penn State. But I think there is a there's, I think there I think a big part of the reason there's so much frustration and especially among coaches is like the idea that Penn State is out here just poaching these guys from the teams. But one thing you also have to consider, and I'm not saying what is actually Iowa, who's been the landing place for more recruits than Penn State, more transfers or more sorry more transfers. Yeah, if we if we look at say the past say three to five years, Penn State actually doesn't have that many transfers. Yeah, they had Max, uh, Kirkfleet. Well, they had some big ones. <laughs> yeah, uh, a couple big ones. Um, one twenty-five from uh, Central Michigan. Uh, well, they Hildebrand. had Hildebrand. 
that one didn't work out that well. But I always had I always had Lugo DeSanto, um, Real Woods, Ironman, somewhere else, in, Ironman. Yeah, I mean, so they've had they've had some real big, big high level transfers come in. Yeah, I, I would say it's probably close to even. Both yeah. have had pretty significant transfers. But another thing that is like part of this dynamic that I think is not discussed enough probably is that like the the interest for you know someone to go to Iowa or someone to go to Penn State often starts with the athlete wants to go there, right? There's there's a reason a lot of these guys want are willing to go to the Penn States or even the Iowas, but in a lot of cases the Penn States because like look their results are make them a such a enticing destination. Because you really yeah. feel like, you know, Gabe and Max Dean, that was that was Gabe making that call, right, to Penn State. It wasn't, yes. hey, come here, right? They didn't need an 84-pounder. They had Aaron Brooks. They didn't need a 97-pounder. They had Michael Beard. And, yeah. you know, Gabe has, has been public about this. Like, hey, I called them and asked, hey, could this work? And it worked. Yeah. So I think that dynamic is kind of, forgotten and just more i think people would with more with those ones with them yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i think people are more inclined to just assume something nefarious going on than assuming hey a wrestler would want to go to a team that where they feel they can perform their best yeah yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of like you, where uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. I want to actually see the fire. I I see the smoke, mm-hmm. but I want to actually see. I want actually want to see the fire, right? Um, yeah. And I want to see the official proof of this. And to this point, I I have not seen any from anyone. Um, and so yeah, I, I want to see the proof because if it is, I mean, like if the Bernie 250 thing is true. I was trying actually. I couldn't sleep that night because I was trying to kind of wrap my brain around all the implications of that because it just doesn't actually really make sense. Because then you think if we'll just assume if it's true, no idea if it's not, it is or not, right? If it is that they're paying for that for a singular year, one year of NCA points, then what about the guys on their team that could potentially give them three or four years of NCA points? Or what about future recruits? Like, I, wouldn't they all be asking for that much money? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm I'm so dubious when I hear these numbers. Yeah. Like 250 cuz th- think about it. Who does that make sense for? It makes sense for Bernie Truax, right? And that's that, it. That would be incredible, right? That that is life-changing. 250,000? Yeah. That's that's a big deal. Nice and, start for their post-collegiate career. Yeah. And so it makes sense for him, for sure. But does it make sense for Iowa to add a guy that's got fourth place three years in a row, considering they're conservatively 35 to 40 points behind Penn State right now? And even if he won— And they already have a guy there that's—it's not like they have no one there. They have a guy there that's like all-American fringe caliber. So, like, how many points are you gaining? I would say you could—on the high end, you could say 15 points, right? So you're still— so yeah. you're paying two hundred fifty thousand. Not saying Iowa is, but someone's paying someone with hypothetically a, a vested interest in Iowa wrestling success has to look at this and say, okay, this guy, if he wins, scores twenty two points at NCAA's, we're still way back, right? So I don't understand the investment there, and it's for one year. 
it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. And I, obviously, yeah. these programs have money and donors around them, but yeah. I don't know. I just I hear these numbers. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. No, you're right. It does, it just does. You're right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I I don't know. Do the athletes get, put the number out there? That was a theory for last year that that we heard. They're like, hey, the athlete just kind of put it out there, just to see what comes back to them, right? But I don't think yeah. these. I I am still. I'm not saying there's no cheating going on. I'm not saying there's not illegal contact going on. I'm not saying there's not NIL offers going on. I'm saying $250,000 really for any wrestler doesn't make much sense. $250,000 for one year of one guy makes very, yeah. very little sense. And th that's not NIL. That is just you could, you could light it on fire or you could give it to Bernie Truax. You're going to see a, an identical return on that investment, right? In terms yeah. of money coming back. And it's supposed to be about, I give this money here so that I get some money back. But there, you just get to root for your sports team that will be better now. Okay. And, yeah. and that's that's a, that's a thing, right? I can understand uh, an alum or someone that's yep. affiliated with a program. That's that's enjoyable. But ultimately, that's what you're getting back, right? Because $250,000 for a wrestler, there's not many or any that can generate that kind of money. Um, no, zero. I mean, is Spencer Lee's nil deal two hundred fifty thousand dollars? That would be what? Well, yeah, I mean that's, that's that's like that's one guy where you could be like, okay, I could see that for Rudis. This is the biggest name, the biggest program. Oh, he's not worth that much to Rudis. There's no way. Nobody is. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, but th that's the kind of athlete that you you need to be thinking about. And over four or yeah. five years, it would make sense. Well, I guess. Well, okay. Sorry, I was thinking you were saying per year. It may be per so year, if you yeah. spread if you spread I mean well yeah quarter million per year if you spread that money out then then it, I could see it making sense but if you're saying per year to a merchandising company I sure don't think so I'd be shocked yeah I I, I would too and yeah. that's just the state of that's not an indictment on any one wrestler it's just like wrestling's a small sport there's not a lot of there's not millions and millions yeah. and millions to be made yeah uh, you gotta sell you gotta sell uh, on that athlete you'd have to sell a quarter million dollars uh profit be profitable by a quarter million dollars in shoes or something right to make that yeah. then that's, that's freaking hard it's really tough yeah. so so yeah i'm just yes yeah, you can say 250 and everyone can say it's real it's happened it's no there. so i mean yeah i think i think it's but i think your point christian it's just it's uh uh maybe someone who's super wealthy who says you know i want my team to win and here's the money i, I can't it's nothing else than that that's literally it and i guess um rich people are free to do whatever they want with their money uh but it, it really is not in the spirit of nil it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense and you know then what the further implications of like well could they pay all 10 people this right is it like uh two and a half million that's two and a half million a year 10 people times 250 is that even feasible like do they have that much money <laughs> man if you pay two 2.5 a year that you're one rich rich dude and i know there are people that rich but that is a lot of money to be spending on one one cause yeah i mean i don't know a lot of rich people but i know that they like money so i don't think they just yeah willy-nilly just throw out you know a quarter of a million dollars for for one year of one guy no but i mean expand it expand it past that to like i don't know okay so say you're um who's someone really good and i was team that's coming back next year real um Real. real okay well real maybe already got paid so he we've, let's get cassiope Cass. cassiope cassiope says well shoot 
I'm gonna I'm gonna score as many points as Bernie next year. And I've been here for four years already. Where's yeah. my love? Give me a quarter million too. Yeah. Right? Uh and then the next guy says it. Yeah, uh, maybe Chittum, right? Uh right? Chittum's gonna Hey Chittum's like, I got four years. I don't got one year. Give me more. Yeah. Right? I mean, isn't that what isn't that what happens if, if the floodgates open? Because it's one of those things where comparison is the thief of joy but human beings love to compare and yeah. if you know what you know if you know the next guy your team's getting 10 grand and you're getting seven whatever cool you know he's a little better than me that's whatever but you hear they got this they're getting this other guy who's never been here who is not a part of the team and he's getting a quarter million like well i want some of that action yeah i i said yeah. that to, i said that quote to caleb um monday after practice i think monday oh comparison's thief of joy yeah his his partner mm-hmm. can just he can see a move and like basically do it the next time it, it just takes Caleb longer. It's like well, you, everyone has advantages and disadvantages that can, you know, take mm-hmm. them to the, that help them. So like you've got some things that he can't do and he's got some things that you can't do, but you shouldn't compare. So no, yeah, absolutely. Don't let your joy be stealing just because one wrestler is going to wrestle for one year and make two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But that is that is that how would steal some, some joy. Work. That would probably that's steal some joy for me, bro. Huh? That's how human. That's how humans work. I know. That would steal some joy for me if I were Tony Cassiopeia. If this was reality, but I don't. That's why I'm just like, listen. I'm sure someone's offering something to Bernie Truax, no doubt. But two hundred fifty thousand. All right, number does. And and also, also know this that we hear all kinds of numbers all the time, and there's a. There's a dad of a big recruit who thinks there was a wrestler that made over $2 million last year. Wait, for, what? For NIL. Who? There... No one made that much money. Exactly. Uh, who of does course someone, not. Who does, who does someone think made that much money? Surely you could say that. No, I don't even want to do that. I don't even well, want to I do mean, that. I mean, it's limited to like, what, three people. You got Spencer Lee, you got Yanni, you got... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. probably one of those two. Probably. But it's like yeah. it's, it's so obviously not true that this person is nonsense over two million dollars. Well, I have someone. Well, I they, Mitchell, but these Mitchell. dads think it's out there. All these numbers just get thrown out there. Yes, because everyone not, wants to brag just, about their number and put it as being way higher than it really is. Yes, yeah. but I don't think that this other person is not putting it out there. They made. It. I just think it just gets. It's that game of telephone, but with with dollar amounts. Yes. Um. So yeah, I I just don't think it's true. Yeah, I I would agree. So yeah, uh, maybe you know, and if it is untrue, then maybe we should let it lie. And maybe if we get some proof from someone, that would be great. And I I, I do agree with you about the college coaches. Uh, maybe I didn't back you up enough on Monday, but the college coaches who are whining about it on Twitter without actually putting any proof out, it's annoying. If it is happening, yeah, I feel for you, but put something out there, like show yeah. us some proof. Yeah, like I mean, there's been things that happen where someone goes in the portal and commits on the same day. That's some something yeah. that makes you say, hmm, very interesting. Yes. That timing mm-hmm. is like, wow, he puts himself in the portal. He can't be talking to people prior to the portal. So yes. how are you able to make a decision so quickly? Yes. That's that's fair, but that's not what even they're talking about. They're talking about other things. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, where hmm. do we want to go next? Um... Gable Stevenson, David Taylor, Penn State recruiting class. I don't know wherever well, you um, want to go. Kind of, 
I mean, this this Nick Lee tweet is interesting because it it, it does uh, it piggybacks off Mark Branch, who is one of the guys who has been tweeting a lot. Mark Branch said, "How much does it take to win an NCAA title these days?" And I'm assuming he's meaning team title. Yeah, can one million do it on top of your budget? Asking for a friend, he's implicating other teams in cheating. He's been one of the guys who's been on Twitter doing it. Although, um, I mean, Mark, you ain't got to put it up publicly if you want to show me. <laughs> but I'll do it, or or I'll confirm that you're correct and that people are cheating. Um, uh, and yeah, I think I think one million could probably get it done. What do you think, Christian? A million dollars in what for your total operating budget, or like for? <clears throat> no, he said on top. He said on top of your budget. I'm assuming he's meaning annually in nil to go get people who are on your team. I don't think a million dollars would do it. <laughs> well, it's like- I guess it depends on who you are. You're Penn State. I mean, so any other team of Penn State, you give them a million dollars, are they going to beat Penn State? Give me a team one team and a million dollars. I'll do it next year, baby. All right. I might have some prior relationships, but simple, simple enough. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I think because I think because I think the numbers we're hearing are, are BS, right? Yeah, exactly. So if I say if I you give me a million dollars and I get to go hit some dudes up and say, well, hey, I'll give you. 40 i'll give you 60 i think i'm gonna get there before a million yeah and, and i gotta score just... like 120 130 points at ncaa yeah i think we're good yeah you got you got a couple hundred k you can just put plus i'm already gonna get fun. mitchell parker he uh keegan uh, that just that start right there is already you know we're already talking 55 60 points at the start I only got to get stab 60 Coach to Smith in the back. Like wow. That. Just going to do Coach Smith dirty. <laughs> Coach Smith, this is, rent, this is rent the wrestler right here. I'm going to give him back after a year. I'm just renting him for one year. One year, that's all I need. One year rental. I'm going to return him just as good as, as you left him. I, I would Absolutely. say, like, yeah, I think, well, this is an interesting thing because you've got a lot of wrestlers that people want, not just the current high schoolers, but Parker, Keegan, like, Mm-hmm. They could make teams a lot better if they were on their team. Have yeah. they ever been approached? Have they ever been? Uh, not, not to my knowledge. No. Okay. So the idea that that no offense that Bernie Truax is approached and offered this unseemly amount of money, just yeah. a ridiculous amount no, of money. I, and I agree because Mitchell, I have not heard no any Mitchell issues. I've I have not heard any offers from Mitchell. None. He has four years of eligibility left, and he was just junior world finalist. Um. I mean, they're talking NIL, but it's mostly just like, mostly just the coverage of the scholarship, plus maybe a, a little bit on top of it, like not much. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, the, the fact that someone wouldn't want to reach out to Parker Kekheisen and, and yeah. do that. I mean, I know. Yeah, I agree with you. So, I mean, and like, and honestly, like, but probably even prior to NIL, like, Missouri's got the thing where they can give the full scholarship, plus they got the SEC money where if you get good grades, you get a little bit of money. And then the, the NCAA's got the um, – I don't even remember what these are all called now. It's, you know, these kids are babied way more than when we were in college, right? It's like there's something where, like, they get, like, a cost-of-living thing on top of their scholarship also if you're an athlete, which is kind of like for all athletes. So they're already, like, making more than what the cost of school is already. Mm-hmm. Um type of thing. So a lot of schools already had that something to that effect where there were, you know, if your cost of school is 30, you're taking home, you know, 38 every year or something to that effect. Yeah. 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 So no, yeah. I mean, to, yeah. Cause to your point, if, 
if I haven't been hearing it, um, you know, why why would Bernie be getting so much more than a Mitchell? If you're saying I could have Mitchell Medicine Ring for, for four years of eligibility, or I can have Bernie Truex for a singular year of eligibility, what are you picking? I, I, you're right. I think it's obvious. Yeah. Or even someone, I mean, I keep throwing Parker's name out there, but like. Yeah, Parker. Sure. Parker Parker's in the NCAA Finals. He's the favorite to win 184 next year because Aaron Brooks is moving up. Like, yeah. He makes a team a lot better, but he's not, he's obviously not interested in leaving you and I for one. But, uh, but he's not. If there's crazy money out there, why is no one? I because I just don't think it's happening. Yeah. I don't. I don't no. think someone is throwing out two hundred fifty thousand dollars for one year of a wrestler. I, I really don't. Do you think it could be? Uh, I'm just gonna pose this. I, and I, I think I'm saying something I don't actually believe right now. Do you think it could be because um, whomever is giving this money out, uh, right? And like so, if, so if Iowa is offering Bernie, who is it? Is it Tom Brands? Is it Ryan Morningstar? Is it some strange booster that you're right? Who is it? But so whoever that person is, is it because they fear that Parker, they know Parker loves Northern Iowa. So if they call him, then he could possibly turn them in. Is that the reason? Um, per- perhaps that, that makes sense. But I, th- I think, I think Bernie was looking first. I think it started with someone else to maybe to your point, but yeah, I think it starts with an athlete wants to leave that place. They want to. They do want to leave more so than they're getting, you know, approached with six-figure offers, right? Um, that's just my. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If someone's I getting mean, offered, listen. I don't care how loyal you are to a place. If a if you can get offered truly two hundred fifty thousand dollars for one year, there's not a wrestler in America that shouldn't consider that. Well, I mean, what I was, <laughs> I said the jokingly to someone else, like, man, given the, uh, given what is happening, like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to a school I don't actually want to be at for one year. I'm going to kick some butt. And then I'm going to put myself in the portal and say, fielding offers now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully find my, my true home the next year with, uh, with a nice paycheck. There you go. Uh, all right, let's what do you some- mercenary yourself, Christian? Just every year, you said, uh, "New deal time. I'm in the portal. Show me the money. Maybe I'll stay where I'm at if they give me more, but maybe I'll leave somewhere else." And you just go somewhere every single year. That would be so awkward, though, because you like have to make new teammates and everyone know you're just a mercenary and you're just there for the money. That'd be really weird. Yeah, maybe you know you break them off a little chunk, <laughs> a little chunk there, so they like you. All right, here's a question. Uh, we'll do questions now. Will Brooks be a full-size 86? 100%. Going 197 next year. He's well over 200 pounds. He'll be – it's not going to be an easy cut for him back down to 189, but he'll do it. Uh, he will be full-sized. Excited to watch him at the Open. All right, this is a funny question. From the same guy, Joseph Floyd. After their college careers, should Luan and Amin start a club and call it Overtime Wrestling Academy? Which is funny on multiple levels because – their coach, Sean Bourmet, had a school. Uh, it was really the first club I ever heard of. I'm sure there were others before, but Overtime Wrestling School in uh, Illinois, Chicago area, was like the place. And yeah, uh, so it's funny because he's, he's actually their coach. That's their coach. <laughs> and so if anyone's going to give it to him, so if anyone's going to give him the trademark, give him the blessing, it should be Coach, coach Sean Do you Bourmet. think that was part of the joke? Do you think this person's in on the joke or do you think they don't know? I think they know that. I, I, th- oh, think, I okay. 
Yeah, that's why it's fun. Because it has been a while since Sean had overtime of what's been now 10 years. Yeah. Feels like it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, He's done a great job at Michigan. Okay, this is a crazy mm-hmm. question. Uh, because this number is so, so off. But Kelly asks, over under three and a half different schools win the national championship over the next 10 years. Man, I would put it at like one and a half or two and a half maybe. One and uh, a half. One and a half. Does someone and, – and I think Does over someone the next – upset yes, Penn State. Someone will win a title at – well, I say Listen that. this class, that was the thing. So Ohio State has this huge class last year yep. with Feldman, Mendez, Busakis, Shoemate, Geog, and it's like they're going to be – pushing out the door, you know, mm-hmm. and then Penn State reloads with this 2024. ridiculous 2024 class that tops even that class. Yeah. It's like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, which, yeah. by the maybe, way. Maybe, I, I don't, honestly, maybe the real number would be would be two, which would have, there'd be a push option, right? Yeah. A push would be two, but I think, I think, so I think that's probably actually a number. Like, I think two was, dead. I mean, the, the fact that Penn State wins all of them, that I have a, I could Let's see not forget it Iowa just won two Iowa years ago. Given that Iowa just won, I, Ohio State, Iowa, someone could sneak one in there. Um, and then, but three, ooh, no, I don't like that number. I wouldn't bet on that number, you know. So the number I, I would probably bet on if you said bet, bet on number one, two, three, or four. I'm betting on two. Yeah, you know, it'd be it'd be interesting to go back and just look ten year chunk, ten year chunk, ten year chunk. How many different teams won? Um, probably two or three. Probably two or average. three. Even the last 10 years, we've had three, right? Iowa, Penn State, and Ohio State over the last 10 years. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But three and a half, having four. So that means the Four has got to be rare. Four would be super rare. So I would say the numbers. What are... about 2000, 2010, Christian? Because you had Oklahoma State had four. Minnesota had three. Iowa. And Iowa had three. So you only had three there. Only three. And that feels like a lot of, you know. Changes. From 2001 to 2011, there was four. Minnesota, oh, Oklahoma State, Penn State, Iowa, got in Penn that State. Last year. But that would be 11 NCAA championships. That's 11 years. Okay, 2002 to 2011. Well, good. Okay. If you you Minnesota also won but if you go 2001 to 2010, it's three. Correct. Yeah. Who won two? Who won in the year 2000? Iowa? Iowa. 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 So then that would be the same thing. And then and how about in the 90s? 87. 87 to uh, 96, it would work. You'd have Arizona State, Oklahoma State, Iowa. So three, never four. Well, no, he found a four. Four was uh, Iowa State. Sorry, Iowa State, Arizona State, Oklahoma State, Iowa. I didn't hear you say Iowa State. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. There there was three years, three different champs and uh, from 87, 88, and 89. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I would say that's kind of rare. I think with the, the dominance of Penn State, it's hard to picture three you know maybe two yeah. or four seems but like will kale will kale stick around another a decade he's not he's not that old but it's like i don't know is this what he wants to do forever i don't know i mean i, I don't know him so I, I can't tell you factually that this is this is what he wants to do forever um what would be next what will be next i i don't know if i was right off into the sunset retirement you want for the rest of your life Retirement. I think this is what he. I mean, the guy loves think, yeah. wrestling. He loves the sport of he like he likes to physically he wrestle. Wants to do. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, like I said from wrestling, Cammy's like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm just going to do it. Maybe, you know, when my kids graduate high school, I'll do a little bit in Austin. I'll do a little bit here, but I am going to be coaching wrestling. This this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, You know, obviously having a coaching at a college, he's probably making more money than me as as an income. Um, But also he probably has more stress, right? He has a boss that tells him certain things that he may, may or may not like. He has a very specific schedule that he has to be on. Um, You know, so maybe those are things he doesn't like. But yeah, I mean, as far as coaching wrestling, that's probably what he wants to do. Yeah, it is an incredible time commitment. But one thing that I think that helps him and could help his longevity is like he's not shouldering the the full burden. He has such a good staff around him. Um, Whereas how much was Gable even letting other staff members like yeah. take in different aspects of responsibility. I feel like Gable is just a workaholic, you know, it's sort of documented from his family and everything. It's like, they don't think he knew how to drive anywhere other than like Carver Hawkeye arena and his, <laughs> his house. Like that's something his daughter said, like he doesn't know how to get anywhere else. This is just all he did. So I, I don't know. It is I, funny when you're in a marriage. I don't know if your marriage is like this Christian, but there's just certain things like, Certain really simple things that I don't know how to do around the house because, like, why why am I gonna take the time to learn? Because Amy's here and she's gonna do it for me. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I do a lot of things. I do, I, and I do a lot of things that are harder than things that I don't do. But like, for example, the TV upstairs. Like, when my kids want something, like I can get to like one thing. If I don't, I'm like Ozzy. You got to figure this out yourself. I have no idea how to do this. The TV you know. see with all technology. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> learn it. I don't want to learn it. I don't care. If I want to sit down, Amy's like, put the show on. I'm like, I don't know how to put the show on, Amy. You're going to put the show on. I'm not going to put it on. And Alex and Andy know how to do everything. They're 7 and 10. They're great. But, like, there's certain things I can't do, and I don't have any idea. I don't want to learn them. Yeah. I'd like to dig in there. mental energy. <laughs> like, what is, you... there something, is there something around your house that you can't do, Christian? Oh, tons of things. Yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not super handy. Um but well, that like that say Katie does like not that you would call someone and hire them, but like is there something that Katie does that, um, like there's certain things, um, like the rice maker for example, like I can cook a lot, I don't know how to use the damn rice maker, and Amy's like just make the rice, I'm like I don't know how to use it, you do it. Yeah, there are some. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely things in the cooking realm where I'm like they're probably pretty simple, but I just don't know how to do it. Yeah, what is it? I don't know. There's definitely like, I'm sure it's simple, but like, yeah, my wife, like you're here. Why don't you just do it? I don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, definitely like bills and stuff. It's like, listen, I've been married since I was 21, basically moved out of my house with my parents, with my wife. So I've just, I've had people like handle a lot of this stuff for me. So yeah, she's like the builder paid. I could figure it out, but I don't need to. We share a bank account, so it's all good. That seems kind of normal for Dan Gable, right? I mean, it's kind of like a, a married... To only know how to drive two places? <laughs> to only know how to drive two places? That doesn't seem normal. Maybe that's a little... Okay, you're right, man. That's maybe a little extreme. I mean, I love it. You know what I love? I love when there are certain days when I don't got to drive anywhere except go to the academy. That's it. I go there and back. Yeah, that's nice. That's it. That that makes that's a really happy day when that, those are the only places I want when I can stay here and I can work all day and then I can get a workout in and I go to the academy and I coach and then I come home. That's it. That makes me really happy. Those are fun days for sure. Yes. Uh, okay. I don't know how. The, oh yeah, I know how we got there. From how long is Kale gonna do Dan this Gable and Kale Sanderson? Gable. Yeah. Uh, see, I could I could see Kale doing this a while, but 
he's a mysterious man. If he just like in five years was like, I did it. Goodbye. Yeah. What if he just said like, I want to be done. And you know, like Noel for David or whomever you're like the head coach. I just want to coach the RTC. Like I'm just going to show up and work out and train some dudes every day. I'm rich. You ain't even got to pay me. I'm just, I just want to show up and I just want to wrestle and help those guys. And that's it. Honestly, yeah. cause like, that's what, when I think about like the Academy and I'm say 55 or something, like I'm not going to be running it. Like someone else is going to run it and I'm going to show up and show some technique or work with a couple kids or do some private lessons. Like, that's what I'm going to do. That's it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do any of the other stuff cause uh, I'm not going to have to, and I don't want to. Yeah. Maybe he wants to move back to Utah, make Utah Valley a powerhouse. Mm. Well, what about that? How long would it take him? Um, to make them top not ten, long. not very long. To make them to win, that's hard. Winning would be tough, but yeah, it's different than him going from Iowa State to Penn State because he's so proven it out now. That yes, um, but there still be so many advantages otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I think he could, he could win at Utah Valley. Uh, but uh, you know, you're right about uh, he'd be top ten probably. <laughs> In a year or two, like yeah, it wouldn't take well, very I mean, long. How many guys would he take from whatever his current roster would? Be and at I don't the time? even think he'd necessarily yeah. have to do that. Yeah, um, to be top ten within a, a couple of years, just with recruits and otherwise. Um, because yeah. because everyone knows the secret isn't Penn State. The secret is him and the staff, right? Everyone knows that's the sauce. Yeah, but you know what was funny the other day? Uh, so I was, I totally agree. This is me not trying to take any of kill. I agree with your current statement. Some other day, I think you, it was a tweet, or I don't know what it was where I saw Christian, but they're like, Penn State sucked before Kale got there. And I was like, well, no, they were they were actually like third or fourth in the country. Like, they were really Literally good. Two, two years before, they won a trophy. The yeah, they weren't, they weren't what they are now, but they were good. Yeah. Well, I think it it's kind of like the meme about Penn State fans is like, there weren't many before 2011, which is fair yeah. and true. It is it is the yeah. case. But there wasn't a great program to be a fan of at that point in time. And he, there, like, I, to me, it's the, it's a great tribute to, to Kale. It's like, yeah, he galvanized yes. a fan base that really didn't exist. Um, yes, 100%. But, yeah, they were they were not some nobody school. They were, they were legit, but not this giant that they are now. I, this isn't really a question. We already kind of touched on this, but I just thought this question was kind of funny how it was worded. Like, what are the chances that mid-tier A's are getting six figures from rich dudes in NIL? Pretty hard to ignore all the credible trust me bro sources out there. I just thought that part was funny. The trust me. Because that's yeah. all I hear is trust me. Trust me. Trust hey, me. Trust me. Why would I trust you? Um, what is more likely? Penn State winning the next five team titles are them getting six NCAA champions in one year. What is more likely? I, I think the next five. I think six champs. Oh. I mean, we, I, I think that... Mm. Who? Well, this year... I mean, it, Coming year. I know. Boy, is Siraki, is Siraki coming back? Yes, he's coming back. Come on. Come on. Trust me, Come bro. You <laughs> <laughs> stop. Uh no, I think I think he's coming back. I mean, for sure. For sure he's coming back. He's not gonna win four titles. Come on. He's coming There's back. There's a wild dude right there. What's wild about him? Other than the things he says. 
What he does is <laughs> everything that comes out of his mouth. But he doesn't do there. anything wild like that. He goes to no, school. He, just says, he, he just says crazy stuff all the time. Not that crazy. He's he's gonna mm. he's gonna be back. He goes seventy nine. Try to make a world team. Then he's. I don't think he will this year. And then he's gonna wrestle one seventy four for okay. Penn State, win his fourth title. Try to make the Olympic and, team. And then go fight people. And then then clear out the entire division. Seventy. All right. Eighty five. 205? 205, probably. Oh, well, him and Ray, 185 is him versus Bo. Who wins? Well, Bo, right now. Well, not, yeah, but let's say they both, they both fight. They he's both a, seven, like he's a welterweight for sure. For sure. Well, let's just say they both betray. Who you picking? I want, I want you to make someone mad right now. Well, Bo Nickel, he's been training. He's been doing it. No, Look no, no but let's say they've both been training fighting. Then who wins? <laughs> I don't, probably Bo. Like Bo's bigger. Bo's way bigger than Carter. Bo's, Bo's bigger. You're right. Um. Okay. It's five team right. titles, by the way. Huh? Five team titles. It's my answer. Oh, five team titles. <laughs> yeah, maybe five in a row. That, that may be. Uh, man. How fast should Oklahoma announce head job? I know we haven't talked about this. Uh, How fast should Oklahoma what? Announce the head coaching job. Oh, as fast uh, as possible. Why? Why? What's the rush? Uh, because there's no time to waste. We got to get recruiting. We got to get training. They got no head coach right now. Yeah. You listen. You bring you you find all the guys that you want. You bring them in. You interview them. What are we waiting on here? So here's what I think happened. They thought Rob was coming, and I think that when he said no, it totally got them like what? Someone said no to Oklahoma, and now they're kind of like, all right, well let's uh. Kind of back to square one type. Of you really deal. think that was what happened? Yes. Dang, but okay, but still, okay. So uh, this would take me thirty minutes, Christian. Rob Cole says no. I say, let me make a list of the next ten best possible candidates. Okay, mm-hmm. I got my list of ten. All right, let me take the next two hours to find all their phone numbers and call them. All right, that's two hours. I'm at. We'll we'll say. Well, I'm at noon now. Okay. Uh, six of them said get lost. I I have no interest. I have four left. Okay, uh, I say, hey, you four, if you want this, you're going to come in in the next, say, 10 days. Okay, uh, then I'm going to spend a day or two interviewing them and having them meet the team or something. And then I have my candidate. Okay, I don't, I, sure, Ben, but the, that's well, not what's how. Wrong, what's wrong with what I said? Nothing's wrong, but that's just not how universities are, are going to work at all. And also, Why not? they don't, they don't have the institutional knowledge that, that you, you possess. I would guess. Surely they can find someone pretty quick that can tell them who are the they best should. 10 candidates. Yeah. I, I, who knows? But all I know is I talked to people early this week and they're like, so many of the best candidates have not even been reached out to at that point in time. Um, okay. So I don't, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm just saying that's what's happening. And I think they're moving kind of slow now after Rob. But oh, hold on. No. The question wasn't what is actually happening. The question is like, what should sure. they do? Yeah, they should. They should. Okay. It should not take long to, to figure yeah. it out. Who's interested? You know who you're interested in. Who's interested in you? Take that list and get it moving. Um, but you know, a lot of the a lot of times the process involves come down, see the facilities, look around. Here's what it looks. Yeah. You know. So if you do that for, I I allotted ten days for that. You allotted ten days for that, so yeah. okay. If we hear within two weeks the head coaches, you that would be a decent. That'll be close yeah. to the Ben Askren time frame. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. 
So I'll I think it'll, I think it could happen in in that time frame. JD already hired someone. JD already hired someone. Well, you, you only hire? took two minutes. Who did you hire? Uh, I'm not privy to say it at this moment in time. Man, <laughs> this guy's he's a real company man. Um, <sighs> next question. Not a question, just a collection of things Ben has mentioned recently. Keegan is moving, <laughs> is likely Stop, to move up dope. to 74 for the 24-25 season. Ben, who is 38, is considering entering a college open when he's 40. Three, if he wrestles in college, he'll compete at 174. Scuffle. Scuffle. I will not wrestle the same. Oh, man. <laughs> Keegan is at the scuffle. Yeah, <laughs> no, I won't wrestle. I, if he's there, I won't wrestle. You won't wrestle him? Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to disrupt his. Hodge, you don't want to disrupt his Hodge campaign. I don't know if he can whoop me. I, you know what? We gotta. Um, we gotta go at it this summer. I'll see if he can beat me up. What if he puts the pace on you? Uh, I went twenty-one minutes straight with Mitchell the other day, and I was I brought the heat for twenty-one minutes. I, I, I by the end I was getting pretty tired, but I, I had to dig deep. I like I like forcing myself to dig deep. So 20, 21 minutes. That's three matches. Three matches. Yeah. Yeah, okay. well, I went hard. I went hard all twenty-one minutes. So, um, no, I'm good. To, I might not shoot as much as I used to because that's a little harder, right? But I, yeah, I, I, I wrestle hard. And old man tricks. Yeah, you got you got tricks. All right, yeah. we're out of here. We thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next Monday for sure. More Gable Stevenson content coming out. If there's any news on transfers, on coaching changes, you know we're gonna have it quick. So. Keep your eye on our social. Keep your eye on flowwrestling.org. Young Bucks episode two is out. And wherever fine internets exist. So check it out on Flow Wrestling. You can watch that. Shout out to you for listening. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to JD, Tyler, our producer. And especially you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Goodbye.